Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 199. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity, who will take it away with what makes the number nine substantial for him. Basic Complexity, Kevin, take it away, my friend. All right. And just here I got this camera set right. All right, that's good. Okay. Um regarding the number nine, the age of nine really meant nothing to me, nor nineteen. The only age that stood out to me was 29. And that was only because I constantly heard that 30 was basically the end of everything. I would be old at 30, whatever. Um, so then on my 30th birthday, it was just another day, nothing special. And I'm actually looking forward to 40 because I'm 39 currently. And that's what I have. Nice. You know, it, it, it's funny. There's a term called uh, <laughs> geriatric millennials which they're calling us, you know, <laughs> the older millennials. So th they say we're geriatric millennials. And it, it, it's interesting because 30 used to be that age that it's, it was always like, oh, you're old at 30. Oh, I don't want to be old. Because I, I remember when I was 24, I was dating a dude who was 28. And, um, he was talking marriage, and I didn't know where I stood on the... I always believed that gay people should have the right to get married. I did not believe that it was what I wanted in my political... Uh, because of my political ideologies or whatever. So I was like, you need to be able to find a man before you get old. At, because, and he was 28. I was like, you need to be able to date somebody who will give you marriage. I don't know if I can give you marriage because you're about to be old. Anyway, anyway, um, yes. So my new song for the week is coming from V. It, this is a 2020 song by Doja Cat. And it is her... Say so, like that mashup. Let me take my check my breath right quick. Even Tina in a dress like this. Wonder why I got quiet on set like this. Anyway, oh my God, like I even hurt my neck doing that. But um, whatever. But yes, you know, Doja Cat, it's so interesting because... I, I, I'm like, is it that she's an exceptional artist? Like, is she really just that good of a rapper? Like, mm -hmm. and because she has bars, if you will, 
But coming from my generation, it was just a couple of years, but that was a couple of years in my developmental stage, our developmental stage, you know what I'm talking about, that it used to, the, the saying was always that women don't write their rhymes. It's a misogynist um, industry uh, for rappers and only men can write good rhymes because the women on the top were Lil' Kim and everybody was like, Biggie is writing her rhymes, even from the grave. And uh, uh, um, Foxy Brown. And it was like, Jay-Z is writing her rhymes. So it's like, that's sort of why I grew up, just thinking that women don't write rhymes. But if I was a little bit older, I would have had people like Yo-Yo and MC Light and Queen Latifah in my upbringing. And, you know, nobody ever questioned if they wrote their rhymes. They write their rhymes, you know? Our friend of the show, The Lucky Lab, is a dope lyricist. She writes her rhymes. So Doja Cat, now, in the music industry in general, there is such thing as ghostwriting. I don't know. But Doja, all of that to say, Doja Cat might be writing her own rhymes. She's dope. And I, I love that song. And um, yes, Basic Complexity, uh, your older, older song. Yeah, in other words, your, your, your 30-plus song, right? <laughs> your, your song that's 30 years old or more. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> all right. Um, for my older song, and, well, it's so crazy to say this. My older song is the song title, All This Love by DeVarge. Now, the song was the title track from the same name album, or this love, um, in 1982. Um, yeah, the song is slightly, and I say slightly older than me, but this was one of the songs that I grew up listening to. I mean, yeah, that was, that was my mom's, like, music, and yeah, I was a kid, so yeah, I grew up listening to that. Yeah, I... I, I love that song. That's actually one of my, I don't know if I classify it as one of my favorite songs ever, but it probably is one of my favorite songs ever. Mm-hmm. And um, that's an exceptional song. DeBarge is just amazing, right? They're DeBarge, you know? Yeah. And I, I also mm-hmm. grew up with that song. And uh, not only yeah. is it a little bit older than you, Kevin, it's also a little bit older than me. We're both 1983 babies. It's interesting, yeah, though, how yeah, that came out at the start of the millennial generation. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but, um, <laughs> yep, 
All right. Now, we would like to give, extend a special thank you, thank you to everyone who tunes in to Hashtag Verse TV from around the globe. And it's that time of the time to thank, thank every one of you. Every single one of you is important. Thank you for sticking with us, for tuning in, and we value you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Nigeria, thank you. Hungary, thank you. Haiti, thank you. Egypt, thank you. United Kingdom, thank you. Germany, thank you. Belgium, thank you. Singapore, thank you. United States, thank you. We thank you all very much. Thank you for sticking with Hashtag Verse TV. We're at week 199. We, we, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, and, and we hope that you're enjoying this as much as we are. You know, we enjoy being here as well. All right. Now, um, yeah, I guess. I talked, I feel like I talked so much. The topics for the week are just, just one word topics. And that is hashtag former, hashtag ghosted, hashtag married, hashtag atrocious, hashtag anger. All right. Based complexity, Kevin, are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yeah. One nine nine. <laughs> hashtag former at Gay Magazine. Hashtag first TV one nine nine A. Yeah, I was. I was. But guess what? My God is a deliverer. And he delivered me. You know. When you're doing the whole social media thing, people will cast their opinions on you. They will speculate. They will make up stories about you. They may even say some stuff that's true about you. And especially with me being married to my wife and some of the videos that we've posted, you know, a lot of the comments have been so wonderful and so positive and so encouraging, but there are also um, been comments speculating on my sexuality and things of that nature. It's totally fine. Yeah, I was gay. <laughs> I was actively living the homosexual lifestyle. I was. But I encountered a God that loves me beyond that. And he loved me so much that he didn't condemn me for the feelings that I had. He didn't condemn me for the actions that I took. He did not condemn me for the life that I was living, but he called me with his love. And that same love is available to those that need it, not just those that have dealt with homosexuality, but those that have deal with addiction, that those that deal with rejection, neglect, whatever it is you may be dealing with, going through, he is a deliverer. He still delivers. He still delivers. And I want to encourage someone to know that 
you know, whatever it is that you are facing, it's not too big for God. And I know this is social media, so people are going to say whatever they want to say. People are going to do whatever they want to do, type whatever they want to type. God bless them. God bless you. More power to you. Listen, and I know with, with this community, a lot of them will say, yeah, you, you're just gay. You're just gay. You, you can't change your sexuality. You're right. I can't change my sexuality. But I serve a God that can change my heart, that can change my desires. I serve a God that can transform me into his image. I serve a God that loves me enough not to leave me in a place that does not suit his will for my life. And he loves me that he loves me that much that he would pull me out of something that I was so deep in. I didn't see a way out of it. But he did. He's the way, the truth, and the life. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for delivering me. And I want to encourage you that whatever you're dealing with, he can deliver you to. So that one day, you can have the same testimony. situations like this really don't even like to comment so I will simply say do you man um I'm not even going into my own personal beliefs um other than saying that in all honesty, you cannot 100% change your sexuality. Um, change. Yeah, in my personal opinion, I will even say that if you can change. 99%. Um, there, that's cool, but you have, you still have to acknowledge that 1% still there, even if it's way in the back of your mind. Just be realistic. And that's all I have. Well, I'll say that was an issue for me at a 24. And th th that, that was my, with the dude who was like, let's get married. And I'm like, but I don't know. And that was the reason why I was like, I don't know. Anyway, so I will say my initial reaction to this was, I'm partially divided on it. And I'm happy that another human being is happy 
and happy with their life, that, that that's a beautiful thing, right? Sure. Truth be told, in my honest opinion, I do say that any conventionally attractive person can get a viral video by denouncing their homosexuality and claiming to be ex-gay. Like, th that's, that's just where we are now. And he yeah. is the latest viral one for 2023, right? And it's like, not too long ago, we had the, I'm not gay no more. And it's my understanding that he actually is. Anyway, I, 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 I don't need to talk about him. But it's my understanding he, he anyway, ah, stop. Anyway, I, I'll say multisexuality is real, okay? And he can be bisexual, uh, pansexual, whatever, and just cutting off a part of that and being sincerely into what he's into, you know? And I'll say, as for the wedding, I love the woman's uh, Cascading Regina Bell 2004 Ponytail Edition, diva, very diva. And honestly, truth be told, he probably liked it for the exact same reason. And yes, all tea, all shade, IJS. Anyway, sorry. But my problem with presentations like this is some people will hate themselves because they feel that they are not blessed enough to have an option to switch the other way. They'll feel like, oh, well, maybe it's because I'm not loved that much because bisexuality is a real thing. And I do believe in the Kinsey scale that most people are somewhere in the middle, but yeah. it's like to varying degrees. So what about somebody who is on the closer to gay side of the spectrum and they can feel like, well, maybe it's because God doesn't love me that I can't just switch like he did. You know, maybe I'm doing something wrong. That's my problem with presentations like his. And, um, okay, okay. Basic complexity, uh, what's your one and one? All right. Um, okay, it's basically um, do whatever you think works for you. But, be honest with yourself and that's it i love it <laughs> that was perfect yes and i i will take a, a one minute to sort of seal up yeah my problem be, because some people will hear that and they will ruin their lives <laughs> in pain and confusion and that's not cool ruin their lives and pain and confusion because they don't feel that they have that same blessing because he 
being a multisexual person is I, I, I believe that he can be genuinely into her. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was engaging in homosexuality before or engaging with men before and perhaps exclusively, largely because a lot of women, things are changing, but a lot of women don't like men who've dealt with men so maybe he was just exclude and i know some people who, who some men who just deal with men because they can't get with women and that's a thing but anyway all of that it, it, it's not cool so my one sentence is yes non-affirming churches are hurting themselves and media is picking up the worst of their hate and making them a laughing stock. I hope they learn their lesson in time and I am going to marry my husband at my church and I am proud of that, okay? Thank you, Oakland. Yes. Okay. Anyway, but um. Oh, okay. So, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Hashtag ghosted at Taha likes you. Hashtag verse TV one nine nine B. It sucks that he ghosted me. He was literally like the perfect guy, hmm. and it's like I finally find someone who's so perfectly compatible with me and he does that he wasn't compatible with you what do you mean the fact that he ghosted you isn't separate from his defining characteristics like being smart or fun or attractive it's literally a part of him you didn't meet a fun sweet charming attractive guy who then happened to ghost you you met a fun sweet charming attractive guy who isn't emotionally capable of communicating with you and so he ghosted you it was a result of his personal inadequacy. He has poor communication skills that would not have been sustainable in a relationship, and he showed that early on in the trajectory of your interactions. So him ghosting you isn't this like separate event that happened. It's him. He is a man baby. And I know you, and I know that's not what you want. And thankfully, it showed up early on enough that you didn't waste your time. A lot of times when you like someone, we'll attribute a good part of them to their personality and a bad part of them to a situation or some external factor. That's normal. You like them, so you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But that's not realistic. It's more nuanced than that. Huh. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're really smart. And nice and funny and attractive. You should follow me! <laughs> All right, so I will. My initial reaction is also my connection to this in that as someone who has ghosted in the past when I was younger, I was honestly a, a little uh, personally, I, I, I took it on the chin, as they say, a little personally offended when he referred to us as man babies. But honestly, he's right. And yes, it is from ineffective communication. And I, I'm gonna go back to this guy because I go back to him a lot because it was a very substantial point in 
point, point of my life, part, point. Anyway, but um, I remember I dated this, well, no, I was talking with this handsome autistic dude, highly functioning autistic dude, um, mm. right before I was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. And I didn't know how to tell him that my lack of understanding on autism made me uncomfortable and I, I didn't know how to express that. So I ultimately just ghosted him. And subsequently, huh, when people do that exact thing to me because of my whole multiple sclerosis situation, I just take it on the chin and accept it as my just desserts. And um, I, I, it's funny, I, I looked that up because at first I, I thought it was just deserves, but no, it's just desserts, D-E-S-E-R-T-S. Anyway, but yeah, I, I would just take it as my just desserts. And perhaps sometimes I would take it a little too much, accept it a little too hard. And it, it would be kind of self-sabotaging. Like, I don't deserve this because I did him wrong or I've done people wrong which is that song by Regina Bell that I love, which is that I've been used and I've been good at using. I, I, I've done people wrong and I've been done wrong. And sometimes I would be like, oh, you, you don't deserve anything because you've done people wrong. Anyway, I attribute my uh, poor romantic communications to my lack of a puppy love stage in school. But not only gay people are deal with issues of ghosting due to poor communications. Many people deal with that. So it's not like the lack of a puppy love stage is going to be the reason that somebody is a ghoster or a poor communicator in relationships. And fortunately, I, I will say in spite of the foolishness of the previous guy's video, whatever, uh, gay people are getting puppy love stages in school now. So yay for uh, gay rights. Thank you, Glad. Thank you, HRC. Uh, basic complexity. Okay. All right. Um, trust me, I know exactly what it's like to be ghosted because definitely been ghosted before um but as stated it's good that it happened early on before deeper feelings got involved and all right that's I think um uh well I'll just gonna say this but uh life experience um that I've had that relates to this has been the few times I was ghosted after officially being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and 
Yeah, it happened a few times. Um, however, although it did suck, I had friends to turn to, so I didn't feel completely alone. And that's what I have. That's definitely a, a good thing. A, a, absolutely. Because your friend can be like a mental health counselor who's not a mental health counselor until you're able to get a mental health counselor. Anyway, oh my gosh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, the last thing I, I did want to say in my one minute before my one sentence is I have a thing for dudes with thick eyebrows. I'm sorry. It, it's just a thing. I like, I've always loved that. Like, if, if a dude has, like, really thick eyebrows, like his, Taha, Taha, you know, I, I looked up, like, how to pronounce that name, and it seems like it's pronounced Taha, but him, um, I, 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 I dig that always. Anyway, um, but yeah, 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 so my one sentence is, ah. Gay or hetero, married or not. Quality communication in relationships is always a priceless skill worth improving. Basic complexity, you're one and one. Okay. Um, whenever you're in a situation where you end up being ghosted, um, then consider it like a blessing in disguise because it probably avoided a meteor or something. And that's what I have. All right. And next one, you are going first, my friend. So... Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Well, hashtag Verse TV family. One nine nine.